0: From Public Radio International, this is Living on Earth. I'm Steve Kerwood. We have some special music today because we're taking a break from news of environmental troubles and triumphs to just celebrate life as people take time at home for the holidays. So this is our winter solstice and holiday time show of storytelling and music. Songwriter Denny Bro tells his story and song of home and holidays, along with green hip-hop artist Tim Blessed. And we have a true tale about light and hope during the shortest days of the year from master storyteller J.O. Callahan.
1: When I was a little boy, Christmas Eve's were very special. My sisters and I would run halfway across the street and we would turn and look at our house. It was a big old house and it would be dark, but there would be a lit candle in every window. But then came the Christmas Eve when everything was different. We're
2: celebrating the season with stories and music on Living on Earth. Stick around. Support for Living on Earth comes from United Technologies, innovating to make the world a better, more sustainable place to live. From the Jennifer and Ted Stanley Studios in Boston
0: and PRI, this is Living on Earth. I'm Steve Kerwood. This time of year when the sun is lowest in the northern sky and days are short, we take a break from the often urgent pace of environmental news and information to celebrate life with some stories and songs as folks gather at home for the holidays. So make yourself comfortable. Maybe throw another log on the fire or perhaps get out of the passing lane and get ready to enjoy wonderful performances, starting with a true journey to hope and fulfillment with master storyteller J. O'Callaghan. J. O'Callaghan is no stranger to living on Earth. J. Tours nationally, bringing his stories to a wide variety of audiences, and we're so glad to have him back to celebrate the holiday season. Great to see you. It's wonderful to be back. Our theme is Home for the Holidays... And, Jay, you have a personal story about home and family when you were growing up and you and your sisters went caroling.
1: Yes, Stephen. It's called Christmas Candles. And here's the story. When I was a little boy, Christmas Eves were very special. My sisters and I would run down the outside back stairs. It would be dark and cold. We'd run halfway across the street and we would turn and look at our house. It was a big old house, and it would be dark, but there would be a lit candle in every window. My sister Maureen would do it with my dad, and Maureen never forgot things. It would take our breath away. Then we'd run across the street to the Grahams, and Dr. Graham would take us Christmas caroling. Maybe twelve or fourteen neighborhood kids. We'd go all over the neighborhood. Dr. Graham was the director of the Faulkner Hospital, Jamaica Plain, that's in Boston, and he would work seven days a week, but a few days before Christmas Eve, he would come home early. He would gather us all in the living room to conduct us. Music was very important to him. He would bend over and conduct with his hands and his eyes, and we would sing, adoremos. Then he would stand up a little, Little straighter, venite, then it'd stand all the way up. Venite, Adoremus, We felt very important. But then came the Christmas Eve when everything was different. My mother, usually full of energy, she was tired that day and she was pale. Three days before, she had given birth to my brother Christopher. "'Christopher. I had three sisters now. I had a brother, Christopher. "'He had this big name, Christopher. "'I had this little name, Jay, but he was Christopher. "'I could imagine Christopher coming home, "'wearing his diapers, carrying the car. "'Christopher's home.' "'But Christopher didn't come home. "'Something was wrong. Maybe it was his heart. "'So Mother was worried all that Christmas Eve day. "'Daddy was out shopping with Uncle Neil, "'which meant he might come home festive.' Late in the day, there was a phone call. Mother picked it up, and the doctor said, Your baby is dying. There's nothing we can do. And he hung up. It was so abrupt. Daddy came home, and he was furious. He called, got the doctor, said, Listen, that is no way to tell anyone their child is dying. We'll be right down there. So we went down to the hospital. We were on the third floor. We went all the way down, and... There was this glassed-in area. We could see these little babies, and one of the babies was turning blue. It was Christopher. Another doctor came over and said to Dad, there is a new procedure. We replace the blood. We'll know in a few days. So we went home, not knowing whether Christopher was going to live or die. Dad helped mother up our wide front stairs, into the room, He came out of the room. It was dark, and he saw us in the hall. He said, well, there's nothing you can do. Just hope for the best. Go Christmas caroling. So we ran down the outside back stairs, halfway across the street, and turned, and we were so disappointed. All the electric lights were on. Even Maureen had forgot to light the white candles. Then Dr. Graham took us all over the neighborhood. He, He always knew who was hurt, and sad and lonely. We would go to the free hospital for women. We'd do the Christmas carol in a big ward, and the whole thing took two hours. So that night, we came back over the hill towards our house, and we all stopped and looked at our our big old house. It was all dark, but there was a lit white candle in every window. And Dr. Graham said, we're going to sing one more carol for your mother. And we did something we've we've never done. We walked around behind the house. And we were singing up towards Mother's window on the second floor. The window was all black, but there was that white candle. We were singing the first Noel. He was conducting us. And then Mother appeared in the window wearing a white housecoat. She looked like an angel. Ten years later, we were finishing the Christmas caroling. And Dr. Graham said, One more carol. It was a tradition now, we always sang up to Mother's window. So we were singing. And as we were singing, I had my college sweater on. Singing the first Noel, Mother appeared as she always did. And then I looked, my sister was beside me, Maureen, and she was crying. And I thought, Oh, she'd just been married. She's going off to Chicago. And then I realized she was crying because she was standing beside Christopher. He was 10 years old.
0: You got me with that one, Jay. Good. <laughs> I, I just got that catch in my, in my throat. So your brother lived.
1: Your brother lived. He loves to hear the story only because of that moment. If they had not replaced the blood, he would have died. And that was just a new procedure at the time. So he was something like, you know, negative. But but it was only that other doctor who happened to hear and come over.
0: So he's uh, your family's Christmas present all these years.
1: Yes, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> I, I told it at Thanksgiving. and Christopher said, good ending. <laughs>
0: <laughs> J.O. Callahan, the storyteller, is with us in this holiday special. And uh, you have a story about Mary. Now, as I understand it, she's an imaginative, really highly creative girl, and she uses that creativity to make sense of the world that uh, grown-ups present to her.
1: Yes, and these stories, Steve, were made of when my daughter was seven and eight and nine. If my son was asleep, she would get Mary's stories. If she was asleep, my son would get Willie's stories. And I think that the stories try to reflect my daughter's own playfulness and imagination and making sense of the world when you're seven and eight and nine. Whenever there was an event like New Year's Eve or some special holiday, she would want a a Mary story about that. And that's how this story came around.
0: Oh, well, so since New Year's Eve is coming, Jay, tell us how Mary figured in how to ring in the New Year.
1: Mary was eight years old. She lived in New York City. She loved the color red. Her uncles and aunts would give her red belt, red socks, red hat. Her mother designed dresses. Her mother would show Mary a design, and she'd say, I know, Mary, it's good, but not enough red. Is that right? Yes. Mary was the only one in the bus who hoped the bus would have to stop for a red light. Her mother said a few days before New Year's, Mary, why don't you stay up till midnight, toast? The New Year in with your father and I. Oh, no, no, I'm going to a party. You are? Yes, I'm the guest of honor. Nothing more was said. On New Year's Eve, Mary dressed up in her red dress, black bow, black belt. She had supper with her parents. It was almost nine o'clock, and her mother said, only three more hours. Oh, no, I have to go. Good night. Kissed her parents. Good night. Ran down the hall, opened the door, stepped into her room, put on the light, and the guests said, Welcome, Mary! Mary went right to her table, and she turned the clock ahead almost three hours so that it looked like two minutes to midnight. Then she looked down at the guests, 60 guests, all made of toothpicks in little clay bases. Thirty of the guests had black crepe paper. They were the men dancers. Thirty of the guests had red crepe paper. They were the women dancers. Then she got the fan, turned it on, and the fan rotated back and forth, so the dancers leaned back, shh, and sprang forward, shh, 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 and back to the table to put the needle on the old-fashioned record her grandmother had given her, with the New Year's music. <says> <says> Hurry, Mary! The guest said. Hurry, Mary! She ran over to the corner where she had a dollhouse, and she had a tiny glass with just one drop of cherry soda. She lifted the glass, and she said, Happy New Year. You're the best, Mary. Oh, no, yes, you're the best, I suppose. The real New Year's came, and her parents came down to check on Mary, opened the door. The light was on. Mary was sound asleep on the bed with her red dress. The fan was going, and the dances shh, shh, going back and forth. And the needle was on the end of the record, going tick, 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 tick. Her father took the needle off shut the victual off, and her mother covered Mary. The two of them toasted their daughter, then they left. They had turned the light out, but they left the fan on so the dancers could dance the New Year in. Shh, shh, shh,
0: shh, shh. shh. Well, Mary has a great world, doesn't she?
1: <laughs> she does. Imagination can do anything.
0: <laughs> so she understands what's important about the New Year, and then, I guess, a few weeks later, she is challenged by another tradition... This time, it's the Super Bowl.
1: Yes. We'll be
0: back in a few moments with more about Mary from storyteller J.L. Callahan. Stay tuned to Living on Earth.
2: Funding for Living on Earth comes from the Grantham Foundation for the Protection of the Environment, Supporting strategic communication and collaboration in solving the world's most pressing environmental problems. The Candida Fund, furthering the values that contribute to a healthy planet. And Gilman Ordway for coverage of conservation and environmental change. Living on Earth is also supported by Stonyfield Farm. Makers of organic yogurt, smoothies, and more. www.stonyfield.com You're listening to Living on Earth.
0: It's the Living on Earth Solstice and Holiday Season show. I'm Steve Kerwood. We're back with Jay Callahan for another Mary story. This one takes our heroine into the new year. For Mary, a certain pro sports event turns into an opportunity to play her own
1: game. So, Jay, what is the story? Steve, this Mary story is called Super Bowl Sunday. Mary, eight years old, lives in New York, loves the color red... "'Sunday evening she'll say to her dad, "'Let's play checkers,' and she would have the red checker. "'Or they might go walking, and her dad would say, "'Look at that dog on the red leash,' and she might say, "'Look at that nose in the red face. "'She loves the color red.' "'So one Sunday evening she ran in the living room, "'All right, Dad, let's play checkers. "'Oh, no, 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 Mary, this is, this is Super Bowl Sunday. "'What's that? "'Oh, this is the best football game of the year. "'I've been waiting all year for this, Mary.' Get on the table there. I've got everything you want there, cheese and sandwiches, pickles. Now look at the television. She looked at the television, and it showed thousands of people in the stadium. And then it showed the football players, the two teams facing one another. The two teams bent down, and then they fell on the ground. Boring. But they got up. They faced one another. They got down. They fell on the ground. Daddy, this is boring. No, no, defense is the name of the game. Defense is the name of the game, Mary. Now watch this. So boring. She went into the kitchen, opened the refrigerator, and, ah, there was a jar of red cherries. Her mother called them maraschino cherries. So she took the jar out and she poured the juice into a cup. And She had an idea. She would have her own Super Bowl. She had a pewter tray, and she put 23 teeny little maraschino cherries on the end of the tray. It was going to be maraschinos against the bananas. She got the bananas. She cut slices two inches high. 23. 23 bananas two inches high. They were on the other end. Now it's maraschinos against the bananas. Now she needed a stadium. So she got the popcorn going pop, 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 pop. She filled seven big bowls with popcorn, and the popping kept going on, pop, 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 pop. Now she needed a referee, so she had an olive. That was the referee. Last thing she needed was a kitchen timer. She put it at three minutes. That was plenty. And now the Super Bowl was beginning. She lifted up the tray, and the teeny little maraschino cherries started down towards the huge bananas. The maraschinos, they were all stopped except for one teeny maraschino who slipped through the bananas and scored! Mary was so excited that she twisted the tray and the maraschino who scored fell onto the floor and she stepped on him. Oh! She picked him up. She was the ambulance. She went down to where her mother had needle and thread and then she went back to the kitchen. Now she had to operate and poor maraschino. Are you ready? Yes. Are you frightened? No. Oh, but I'd better put you to sleep. So she opened the refrigerator. She got the Limburger cheese. It smelled so terrible. She put it close to the maraschino. Oh, he fainted. And She cut him open, sewed him up, and put him on the plate. Then she went back. There was only a minute and a half left. Now it was the bananas' turn, so she lifted up the, the pewter tray, and the bananas were stuck to the tray. She put it down, and she turned the bananas so they were on their side. She lifted the tray and the huge bananas were rolling and rolling down and they rolled right over the maraskinos and they scored. Now it was one to one. Now she set the two teams up and the bananas said, Make us a wall, what? Make us a wall So the bananas were one wall. Poor Maraskinos were going to have to get through them. She lifted the tray. And the Maraskinos started down towards the wall of bananas. Put me in. What? Put me in. The maraschino had been operated, I can't have been hurt. No, put me in! All right. She put the brave maraschino in, and the whole stadium said, Brave maraschino, brave maraschino! There was only seven seconds left. Six, five, four, three, two... One second the brave maraschino jumped over the bananas and scored! Mary was so excited she jumped around and she took the seven bowls of popcorn, threw the popcorn all over the kitchen and then she paraded. Then she said, maraschinos, you deserve a prize. Bananas, you are good too. Tomorrow you'll be banana bread, but maraschinos, you get the prize. And so she got a bowl, and she filled it with vanilla ice cream, chocolate ice cream, strawberry ice cream, and then chocolate sauce. Shh, whipped cream. It's for you. No, they said it's for you. No, no, it's for you. No, you're the best. I suppose I am. So Mary ate the whole Super Bowl Sunday, and then she looked around. The stadium, popcorn everywhere. The fans hadn't cleaned up. She had to clean the whole stadium. She was tired now, and she went down to her room. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, she got into bed, and an hour later, her dad came. Oh, what a game. Oh, my stomach, my stomach. Uh, where's the Alka-Seltzer? Come on, we'll play checkers. Oh, no, no, I'm tired. Well, you better have supper. No, Dad, I don't need supper. Good night. Well, good night. He started down the hall, and he could hear Mary saying, Brave Maraschino, brave Maraschino.
0: J. O. Callahan, and Mary
1: and the Mary
0: Cherry, didn't she top the Sunday with the cherry?
1: <laughs> she decided that they should go back into the jar with the juice, so she missed that one part. But she looked forward to the next year when they would have another parade.
0: I got a suspicion that Mary is really
1: you, <laughs> J. O. Callahan.
0: So the cherry is back in the bottle. That means there's a promise for
1: the future. Exactly, exactly. There's and every day when she opens that up, she smiles, seeing those red cherries. Ah,
0: so there is hope. There is fun ahead for us.
1: There is lots of hope. Lots of hope. Everybody get your maraschino cherries.
0: <laughs> J.L. Callahan's extraordinary storyteller who joins us from time to time. Thank you so much for coming by this year.
1: And thank you, Steve. It was delight as always.
3: Low two degrees 350, the O-R-G 350, the O-R-G 350 the O-R-G, gotta keep the low two degrees divest, 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 divest. I said divest, 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 divest you say divest,
0: divest, That's green energy artist Tem Blessed and his band. Hip-hop might not be the sound that you associate with environmental action, but Tem is using this music to educate young people about sustainability. Recently, he stopped in our studio on his way to a concert here in Boston, and I asked him first where his name, Tim Blessed, comes from.
3: Oh, man. Well, I was blessed with a long name. My first name is Themistocles. It's Greek, although I'm Cape Verdean. But I always knew I was blessed to have talents. I could draw, I could write, I could sing, and a great family. That led me to where I'm at today.
0: And how did you get into, well, I don't know what to call it, except maybe green hip-hop?
3: I've always been into socially conscious hip-hop. I came up during the time, 92 through 96, what I call the golden era of hip-hop, where you had KRS-One, Public Enemy, you know, all these greats, Eric B. and Rakim, who was always teaching us something, uh, teaching us about the world and other cultures. And um, so when I started doing hip-hop, Being about hip-hop, this culture and this music, I wanted to be a part of that. And so eventually, when I went to this conference called Connecting for Change, I was just blown away. My mind got blown by all this information I was receiving about what was going on in the environment and sustainability. It was just a natural evolution to go from social justice topics to sustainable topics, which always has equity involved in that. So you do this tune, I Am the Bee. What's this all about? So I am a bee has to do with colony collapse disorder, which is what's going on with the bees currently. The bees are no longer going to their hives. And as Einstein had said, if the bees die, we die. We have only four years because they pollinate most of the things that we eat. So when I heard about this information, I said my family needs to know about this. My community needs to know about this. The world, the planet needs to know about this.
0: And, of course, you like honey as well.
3: Oh, I love it. It's sweet. (laughs) I am the bee. Pollinate truth if you choose to see. Pollinate the youth to truly be free. Pollinate love, let's all agree. I am the bee, keystone species. We need these bees, honey. They pollinate most of the things you eat. Funny, they do this for free, without a fee. Billions in produce produced nationally. Now millions of bees have abandoned their hives. If they disappear in four years, human race will die. That's a quote from the famous scientist Einstein. It's logical to anyone with half a mind, man. It's horrible. Where well, you think you're gonna run and hide? It's possible for us to. Come combine and stop these lives respect all lives wherever it resides Whether the plant algae bacteria a fungi that's right it's time for us to vocalize cuz if the bees die then we too die that's right it's time for us to strategize cuz if the bees die then we too die i am the bee pollinate truth if you choose to see pollinate the youth to truly be free pollinate love let's all agree i am the bee <laughs> that's great <laughs> awesome Thank you. So hip-hop is not your
0: Brahms and Benny Goodman crowd. It's for a younger set. How do young folks respond to what you're doing?
3: Hip-hop is the voice of the youth, and it's what really touches them. Um, And we look to bring some of these messages through the music, using hip-hop as a tool to educate, to inspire, to have the youth get out there and create some of their own hip-hop in a way that's constructive, energizing, and really has a focus on the future that's a positive focus.
0: So this time of year, as the days have gotten real short and the bees have tucked themselves into their hives with all that honey to make it through the winter, we think about the holidays getting together. Now,
3: um, what were some of the traditions you had in your family coming up? So I'm the youngest of six, you know, mother and father in their home. And it was always, you know, when we used to go out anywhere, they uh, would—my father kind of trained us to get back together when he needed. So, you know, there was this whistle that used to come around. He'd be like, (whistles) and um, if you heard that whistle, you had to come running, you know. And if you didn't come running, you know, you were in trouble for whatever reason— One time at the mall, my sister and I didn't hear the whistle. So we must have been playing, you know, Atari 2600, and we're just caught up, you know, and she's maybe looking at some Barbies or something. So we didn't hear the whistle. Before we know it, we're like, hey, where's our parents? You know, and we start looking around. And my sister, you know, I'm looking at her for the courage and strength. But once I seen her kind of start crying, forget it. It was a wrap for me. I'm bawling. I'm crying. Luckily, you know, we were able to find some security guard who did the page, you know, and the page was nothing like the whistle. Before Mom arrived, you know, my older brother arrived, ooh, you're in trouble, and, and uh, we got home, and, and we we really got it. You know, it's it's a traditional <laughs> way of getting uh, Cape Verdean um, discipline, you know, but kept us in line, and it was great. A whistle, huh? Maybe we could use a whistle. Oh, uh, we definitely need a whistle, and, and I don't know, if people are hearing the whistle, you know, we have a climate crisis going on right now, and if we don't do something right now, we will not have a future. So now is the time for us to do something. Listen to the whistle, the scientists are ringing it and blowing it loud and clear. Let's do something, people.
0: And you have a piece you call. Now is the time.
3: Yes. Now is the time, y'all. Generation, now is the time. Take action. It's your time to shine, generation. Now is the time. Take action. Yeah. Yes, this generation is going to solve the climate crisis, right? When I say generation, I want you to say now. When I say take action, I want you to say now. Here we go. Generation now, now is the time to take action. Your time to shine, generation. Now is the time to take action. Your time to shine, generation. Now is the time to take action. Your time to shine generation now is the time to take, take action. action. Your time to shine. They say it's hard to organize around science. I say atmospheric chemistry. You say silence. Because s- he's bored. She yawns. I'm ignored. I'm gone. You're like, Psst. What was that for? Yeah. Let's examine this challenge that we've been handed. Previous generations left us stranded. Abandoned. abandoned. I can't stand it. CO2's like a hot blanket. Around a cold planet. Polar ice caps melted. Polar bears will soon vanish. You don't care. You a buffoon kid. That's, That's me being candid. candid. Honestly, smart people know it's all connected. If you use your common sense and logic, then you're bound to get it hectic. Yeah, yeah, the future's getting hectic. He's like, dude, he's rude, man. I'm feeling disrespected like hectic, hectic. The future's getting hectic. Mother nature's the one. I don't want to disrespect generation. Now, now is the time take action. Your time to shine, generation. Now is the time take action. Your time to shine, generation. Now now is the time, take, take action. action Your time to shine, generation. generation now. now is the time, take, take action. action. Your time to shine. Words they word, just the tip of the iceberg. Category five hurricane, not a nice word. Katrina, FEMA, climate change, Hiroshima. We can build a brighter future. Now you will label me a dreamer. They might say that I'm a dreamer, but I know I ain't the only one. I'm golden sun, solar powered with a golden tongue. I'm hoping, sun. we'll come together and overcome. This climate crisis is affecting everyone. Like one, two, one, two, what we gon' do? Change the way that we live in, cause we need to I'm talking about changing our lifestyle it Sounds wild But I guarantee it'll be worth your while Now if you're wondering where to begin Let your boy break down the darkness like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, it's 10, blessed and blessed, blessed energy, yeah. 1, creation, CFL's to innovation. those old light bulbs, replace them, 2, unplug your stuff when they're not being used, cell phone charges of vampires, dude, 3, buy green, buy less, buy local, <laughs> buy fresh, buy organic, and yes, buy blessed, 4, be aware what you wear, man, you got 14 sneakers, do you need another pair, like 5 or 6, I'll throw you in the mix, I say reduce, reuse, you Save it. That's it. Seven, get off of the water. That's bottled you order. Using reusable with filter tap water. Like eight, to reiterate, eat local, a garden a Shop, Shop at the farmer's farm. market. Nine, it's about time to cut some carbon off. At least one day of the week, bike, bust or walk. Ten, tell your family and friends. Put out the word and help them comprehend. Generation now. Now is the time to take action. Your time to shine. Generation now. Now is the time to take action. Your time to shine, generation Now is the time, take action Your time to shine, generation Now is the time, take action Your time to shine shine, Yes, I, thank you Ken Blessed is a hip-hop artist from
0: New Bedford, Massachusetts
3: Thanks so much for taking the time Welcome, thank you for having me on the show
0: And hopefully people are hearing that whistle Yeah
3: Everybody put your ones up, put your ones up, put your ones up for one love. Everybody put your ones up, put your ones up, put your ones up for one love. Everybody keep your ones up, keep your ones up, keep your ones up for one love. Everybody keep your ones up, keep your ones up, keep your ones up for one love. The challenge is to keep the balance, stay sane in this world, expressing my talents, return to the source, sitting in silence around the world, bored the, the people of they wilding, y'all. The challenge is to keep the balance, stay sane in this world, expressing my talents, return to the source. Many
0: thanks to the <laughs> New England Grassroots Environmental Fund for the, world, the, world, the, world, the
3: are <laughs> and Coming up, a
2: chance to laugh, and sing, and cry with Acadian back, songwriter Kenny Brown.
3: That's just ahead
2: on Living on Earth. Stay tuned. Funding for Living on Earth comes from United Technologies, a provider to the aerospace and building systems industries worldwide. UTC Building and Industrial Systems provides building technologies and supplies, container refrigeration systems that transport and preserve food, and medicine with brands such as Otis, Carrier, Chubb, Edwards, and Kidda. This is PRI, Public Radio International. It's the Living on Earth Solstice and Holiday Season Show. I'm Steve Kerwood. We head
0: now to the frozen north of Maine to join singer, songwriter, and rock on tour Denny Bro from Lewiston, Maine. So, Denny, coming home for the holidays means, of course, getting something to eat. I'm sure you got something for us along those lines.
4: I sure do. This is a song I wrote about my favorite dish in the whole world. Not synonymous with holidays, but uh, still my very best favorite. Now there's this little thing I've been addicted to So many times I've said we're through But I just keep on walking Right back to you Cause one helping so good I think I'll have two God only knows How much I love to eat That simmered for hours Chuck roast meat. Bang for the buck just can't be beat, and if you got anything left, you make a fricassee with a pot roast. So bovine pot roast, mm, talking about dinner on a dime. Pot roast, the little red wine, some mashed with gravy's gonna blow your mind. I said pot roast for all your guests pot roast, baby. Hell, why not feed him the best? Pot roast. I'm feeling blessed. Cause if you think you're through, I could finish the rest of your pot roast. Mm, boy, that sure is good, honey. You're not going to throw that away now. I'll eat that Whether you're black or white Protestant, Catholic, left or right We got this one thing in common You know we all love the kids and the wife But it's that crockpot That's calling me home tonight So you can keep your turkeys Your chickens and your hams And your cranberry stuffing With those candied yams Cause when that next holiday Comes rolling around, baby me it all comes down to pot roast so bovine pot roast talking about dinner on a dime pot roast i like mine with a little red wine so mashed with gravy gonna blow your mind it's a pot roast for all your guests pot roast <laughs> why not feed them the best Pot Roast I'm feeling blessed And if you think you're through I could finish the rest Of your Pot Roast Mmm, baby That sure is good, honey Any more gravy? Mmm, Who made that anyway? Why, well, I did Mmm,
0: Wow, that's amazing. And you're making me so hungry, today. I'm <laughs> getting pretty hungry myself. <laughs> yeah, it sounds pretty good. Now, so pot roast, that's not expensive meat at all. Not at all. That's the whole point. So you grew up in? I grew up in Lewiston, Maine. Mainers, when you go home, there's, yeah, the place where you live, and then there is camp.
4: Oh, yeah. Camp is a, a very important thing in... We've been uh, going to this one particular camp for 30 years, the family and I. Uh, every year at the end of the summer when we start to close it up for the season, we do what they call an IC. An IC? An IC. That's an idiot check. That's <laughs> okay. what that means, yeah. And you you kind of go through the camp and make sure you didn't forget your sunglasses or your favorite bathing suit or could be just about anything. You just don't want to leave there, so you have to go back because it's a ways away. And uh, one year we forgot the dog. Yeah, we left the dog there. I had to turn around and go back. <laughs> thought you had the dog. I thought you had the dog. Well, nobody had the dog. So,
0: now imagine your camp is someplace near a lake in Maine.
4: Yeah, yeah, it's up in Peru, Maine, a place called Wordly Pond. And of course, as winter's coming along, that sets you up for a great Maine tradition. I've never actually ice fished myself. I've sat in the shacks and shared a few stories and a couple of glasses of this and that. You actually cook meals and just wait for a bite. And certainly around the holidays, a lot of people love to get together and get ice fishing and maybe have a nice fresh salmon along with uh, along with their pot roast, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, this next song is called Ice Fishing, and I kind of wrote it to uh, poke fun at Mainers a little bit in their garb and uh, the tradition itself of uh, just all of the fun aspects of, of ice fishing. And uh, I hope you like it. Way up north where the cold wind blows When the lake freezes over people chop little holes Drop a line, kick back a little wooden shack And if the ice didn't melt they'd never go back But just a little wood stove and they're waiting for a bite Gonna fish all day and drink all night I'll be sitting right here when the winter ends Sitting right here when it comes again And we'll go ice fishing Ain't nothing quite the same Ice fishing, it's just a party by another name. Well, I got thirty below and three feet of snow. But grab your stuff, cause we're still gonna go ice fishing. Ain't nothing quite the same. Ice fishing, it's tradition here in Maine. Whew, boy, it sure it's cold today. I got green gummy boots and they're lined with felt Got a bean pocket tool hanging off of my belt Plenty of beer, got plenty of time I got a hand-knitted toque, one of a kind And if you don't like fishing, you can still come along Because there's plenty of fun on this frozen pond We got stories to tell, guitar in hand Fish swimming around, ready to jump in the pan Let's go ice fishing Ain't nothing quite the same Ice fishing, it's just a party by another name Well, I got 30 below, 3 feet of snow So grab your stuff, cause we're still gonna go Ice fishing, ain't nothing quite the same Ice fishing, it's tradition here in Maine You know, our parish priest, old Father McKenzie He goes ice fishing too it's a religious experience. <laughs> he'll gladly tell you. You know, he told me once he was waiting for hell to freeze over. So you could go ice fishing there, too. Well, let's go ice fishing. Ain't nothing quite the same. Ice fishing. It's just a party by another name. Well, I got 30 below and three feet of snow. So grab your stuff, cause we're still gonna go ice fishing. Ain't nothing quite the same. And I'm itching to get back in the game. Oh, yeah. Ice fishing is tradition here in Maine. On va le voir poisson pour souper à soir. Mmm, boy, it's a bit Ice fishing. Mm -mm.
0: (laughs) So you've been a few times, you haven't ever caught me. A buzz. (laughs) About it, right there, yeah, yeah. So you describe yourself as French-Canadian, but I understand recently you had a deeper revelation about where your cultural
4: home might be. I did, I did. As a matter of fact, I was made aware that Bro is actually an Acadian name just happened to be reading this article about how the Acadians had been kicked out of Canada by the English back in the 1700s sometime, and I don't know, this song kind of fell out. The children and the mothers, they were put on ships, and they were told to just go, not knowing what the future might bring.
0: And, of course, we know Acadians in northern Maine and New Brunswick and eastern Quebec, but also in Louisiana. They're Absolutely. Cajuns. the
4: Cajuns. Uh, where The Cajuns, uh, where the, uh, a lot of the Acadians uh, ended up, I thought when they left Canada that they immediately went to Louisiana and various places, but I found out that they went back to France first, and France didn't want them anymore, so that's when they ended up coming back and settling in Louisiana and... So I came by the song first and then found out I was actually related to these people down the road, you know. A little song called Acadie. Leur pas, mes enfants, <laughs> leur pas. <laughs> bon Dieu, il n'y a pas oublié Je le sais, cette note j'en ai Avec de pain, avec de l'eau Pleurez pas, mes enfants, pleurez pas Pleurez pas, mes enfants, fais dodo Across the ocean in a land far away Once lived a man who would be king his hunger for power would force your hand Death and destruction he would bring Swoop down did his men like a hurricane Said leave this place or die Enforced upon the tall ships and cast upon the wind Your land we claim in his name I could you were my home Now I long for the life that I once knew Deep in my heart and in my soul Never coming back home to you Warfare. How will we survive with nothing but the shirts on our backs? The young without their father and they long for him at night, but he ain't never coming back. What did we do to deserve such a fate? And why have you turned the other way? Heaven on earth, a living hell, and I curse your name as I pray. Acadie, I de- you were my home, and I long for the life that I knew. Deep in my heart and in my soul, never coming back, never going back. Never coming back home to you Pleurez pas, mes enfants, pleurez pas Bon Dieu, il n'y a pas oublié Je le sais, cette note je n'ai avec du pain, avec du l'eau Pleurez pas, mes enfants, pleurez pas Pleurez pas, mes enfants, fait dodo
0: So sweet and so sad, thank you, thank you very much at this time of of year when we think about coming home for the holidays, we think about some of the people who who won't be there
4: that's yeah that's very true and uh, it's going to be a rough one this year because uh, uh back in July, uh, my mom passed away, ninety years old, and uh, we'll miss her, but you know we'll still experience the joy of being together and uh certainly we'll uh we'll remember mom. Uh, she was, you know, such a big uh such a big part of my life not only as my mother but we worked together professionally for gosh 30 40 years and uh it really is a tough thing to deal with and uh she'll be there in spirit I'm sure singing along. There you go. And when you gather
0: with your family how many of you are still singing
4: My granddaughter is is very, very, very musical, loves to sing. One of the things I wanted to do when she was born was write a song for my first granddaughter. And Out at the camp again, walking around, guitar over my shoulder, just walking through the camp by myself, staring out at the lake, trying to come up with that first line. And then I happened to stumble on, when I'm holding my daughter's daughter, and I thought, oh, man, that's the line I've been looking for. And the rest of it fell out for all you grandparents out there. Love your grandkids. When I'm holding my daughter's daughter I feel just like a king Hope she likes the pretty things that I bought her And she likes it when I sing And I know she'll be no stranger to the water Just jump right in And I know I'm ready for the joy that she will bring You and me Here we go again When I'm holding my daughter's daughter The world's a better place I see peace, love, innocence On her tiny face She's a new day sun Shining from above  ¶ ¶ In a tropical dream ¶ Wake up, wake up ¶ My little angel ¶ a Serene ¶ She's a precious little jewel ¶ To be taken to the heart ¶ And may she grow up ¶ To be strong and proud ¶ May she waltz ¶ Through all of life's changes ¶ When she sings, sing it loud When I'm holding my daughter's daughter Chills run up my spine I wished your mother and our fathers Could have seen her Taken before the time But she's a new day sun And she's shining from above In a tropical dream Wake up, wake up My little angel I on a serene When I'm holding my daughter's daughter I feel just like a king When I'm holding my daughter's daughter Don't need a thing When I'm holding my daughter's daughter When I'm holding my daughter's daughter Me too. <laughs> Me too. Yeah,
0: and we'll hope that our home that we share, this earth, will be great for your daughter's daughter.
4: Ah, uh, let's hope so, huh? Things are changing so fast, and the more people we get, the more resources we use, and sometimes it just feels like it's so bleak, doesn't it? And then there's music, and it brings you right back and gives you full of hope. And, uh.
0: Denny Bro is a songwriter musician, storyteller, and Mena. Did I say that right?
4: Pretty darn good, Mena. Yes, sir. It's it's lobster, you've got to say. Oh, lobster. There you go, lobster. Lobster. (laughs) 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 Yeah, there you go. Awesome.
0: Living on Earth is produced by the World Media Foundation. Our crew from today includes Naomi Ehrenberg, Lauren Hinkle, and James Kerwin. I'm Steve Kerwin. Thanks for listening. PRI Public Radio International.